This is the audio version of Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly live podcast covering the freshest con culture and entertainment news, and hosted by an Englishman in San Diego himself, Leonard Sultana. This is Series 4, Episode 4, broadcast on the 28th of August 2016, and this is a packed show in which we get a live on-the-ground report from NerdCon, held in Escondido in California from contributors Samantha Maybe and Dan Berry, in which we get a comprehensive tour of this very much fandom-led convention. After which, we get the opportunity to talk to Shane Chepsey, the man behind the ICE International Comic Expo, due to be held in Birmingham in the UK in a few weeks about the trials, tribulations and highlights about putting on a modern, comic-centric event. This season of Talking Comic-Con episodes is looking for sponsors. If you're an organisation that would like to help us keep bringing the latest con news to our viewers and listeners, head to anenglishmaninsandiego.com slash contact dash us to get in touch. Welcome to Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. This is our weekly hangout podcast thing where we talk San Diego Comic Con, con culture, and all the stuff and nonsense that surrounds it. Each and every week we uh, talk about the cons that are happening around the globe, uh, in North America, in England, um, wherever there is a con happening, because con culture is just everywhere. Uh, do let us know where there's a con near you, and especially if you're heading to there and you'd like to jump in on the hangout and do a live report, uh, we'll do uh, the one that uh, someone has suggested in a second. But first things first, let's do our bit of our introduction uh, with uh, my partner in crime, Alyssa Franks from the Friends of Sisu Forum. Hello, Alyssa, how are you? I'm well. I'm getting ready for Star Trek missions next weekend, where we will also be having uh, a report from the con on Sunday. Um, the first, I'm going to be doing some daily blogging from there, so I'll be posting every day. Um, the first day, I think, is pr- primarily going to be about gaming. Um, there's a really neat new VR game that I hope to talk about next week, to have experienced and talk about um, next week. It's from Ubisoft. But primarily, I really want to take a moment and just to celebrate and honor the late Jack Kirby's birthday today. He Absolutely. is. He is ninety. He would have been ninety-nine. Um, Twitter is doing a celebration um, called hashtag Wake Up and Draw. Just search for it. There's some amazing art happening today on Twitter. Just, uh, I just blew me away. Some of the stuff that's happening. So I just wanted to. To, to mention that before we got going with NerdCon and ICE and uh, next week Star Trek and all of that sort of stuff. How has your all week been, fun. Leonard? It's been, it's been fun and games. Um, yes, I've been working <laughs> on my little secret project, which if you are a supporter of, on Patreon, you'll know a little bit more about that, um, a bit of the background. But, um, yeah, hopefully that's going to start um, showing some fruit in the next week or so. Um, but, yes, uh, not only is uh, the... Um, Wake Up and Draw being taking place uh, in honour of uh, uh, Jack Kirby on Twitter, but it's also been celebrated at a number of cons. There was um, a couple of cons happening in London, and I think also at NerdCon they uh, celebrated it as well. Speaking of which, uh, we, <laughs> my uh, segue there, you notice. Um, we um, mentioned uh, that uh, there were several cons happening over the next couple of weeks, and Samantha maybe uh, jumped in and said that she would be heading to NerdCon as... 
would also be Dan Berry, who I think is holding the camera at the moment. Hello, Samantha, how are you? I'm doing very well, how are you guys? Not too bad. So, you are joining us from NerdCon at yes. uh, Escondido in California. Um, well, first things first, um, who is this beside you? <laughs> this is the lovely Catherine Elhoffer of Elhoffer Designs. Alana, if you want to can up onto her logo back there. Um, she is a wonderful, wonderful creator of nerdy dresses like the one I'm wearing right now and she's wearing and the one I wore yesterday. <laughs> and pretty much your whole closet. Pretty much my whole closet. Oh, make sure you get the Rebel Fighter dress. Oh, here we get the full. Oh, wow. She's she's just skyrocketed in in terms of her her media presence and everything within the past year, not even less than a year, like ten months. Um, yeah, I think the first time you ever spoke to me online was in October. So, yep. <laughs> and, well, I, I think it's safe to say that so kind of like nerd and geek culture has really yeah. been a big thing in in the media in the last say six months or so. Yeah, I call it geek bound. It's similar to Disney bounding, where you dress up like in the colors and silhouettes of the character without actually wearing the costume. And yeah, it's important to me to be subtle but geeky because it's how I it's how I personally like dress for the day to feel empowered and and ready for the the war of the outside world. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's the fine line that people have been trying to draw. Because there was something, or there's been some things that have been posted over the last. Sorry, over the course of the weekend, and it was not subtle at all. These kind of suits that they've been doing around. But um, the ones, I mean, certainly, um, like the designs I'm seeing on screen at the moment, they're they're really red, very sleek lines and uh, very cool colours. Yeah, there's um here within it does a really great men's DC collection too. Like they're 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 amazing for menswear, but the new stuff that was just announced like has me worried. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how, how's the been? How's the response been from people? I mean, well, this is also to Samantha as well. What's the focus at NerdCon? What's the con about? Um, I mean, to me, I think a lot of the focus has been on things that are for fans by fans. Like so much of this has been about people like Catherine who are making pieces like this to wear every day or cosplay pieces or you know, people who are doing their own art here or people who make fan-made movies. Like The focus is very much on people creating their own content and creating the nerd world for themselves. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you've had your fashion shows. Yeah, there's, there's the nerdy fashion show. Um, and then it's also it's just it's it's very busy, but it feels like so spread it's so spread out that it just feels nice. Like it, it yeah. you know, it's it's at a park setting too outside. Like you can hop outside and be in greenery and like smell grass, which is amazing because I'm used to Comic Con where it's smell a few other things too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's a lot of like small, like small companies here, as opposed to at the bigger cons where it's the corporations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously the the oh, we get a bit of hand there. I mean, I'm presuming it's what ten o'clock there now, so it's just getting into the Sunday. What was yesterday like? It was slow in the morning, um, and then it, it picked up right around the fashion show, which is at one, and then one thirty today. Uh, it gets a lot busier. I think it's because people are waking up and actually leaving the house, um, as opposed to like, I don't know, Saturday mornings I sleep in, so I can see where no one came until like noon. I think a lot of people are local, so they're probably sleeping in and then coming later, as opposed to just getting here right when it opens. Yeah. Cool. 
Any questions, yes. Alyssa? Um, it, it doesn't, I mean, it seems as though that the shows, the panels are starting around 1130. So they're, can, are you guys all, able to um, hear me? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's this is amazing. A, she's wearing another one of my pieces. I'm just going to say, we, we also do an audio, we do an audio version of this podcast, and this is going to be of no use to anybody. <laughs> Let's see if we can describe what we're seeing. Um, we just had someone join modeling um, uh, one of the pieces, and it is a Star Trek, uh, I mean, it's very much the, it's the, it's the, the motion picture, which I love. I love the motion picture designs, the, the uniform designs. She disappeared again. Uh, Victoria and I worked forever on like figuring out the exact color because she wanted it to be the darker red, but this is the, a nicer fabric. So, but uh, it opens up, or she can close it back up and be like full on. <laughs> I love so much. And look at what she made these earrings out of um, a friendship bracelet, a friendship it's necklace. The QMX, yeah. yeah, and so she made turn them into earrings. Necklace, but I'm like, I'm not giving that. It's like you say. I mean, it's it's something you can wear casually. It's not just full blown. Kind of like nerd geek to show. It's, uh, it's something you can wear around the bar. I think that's really, really nice. Yeah, I, I term it with some other people I work with. Of like, it's a secret handshake, or it's fitting in amongst the muggles. It's it's something that like when you're a fellow geek, you know what that is. But if you're not a geek, you're just like, oh, it's just it's it's a nice color. It's a nice cut. It's a nice shape. Like it looks makes it look good. So. Or like you're wearing the Hufflepuff wrap dress, which is like fellow Hufflepuffs were like black and yellow, gray and yellow. That's Hufflepuff. But if you're not a Hufflepuff, it's just a cool dress. It looks really good on her. Excellent. Your designs remind me a lot of Tony Kim's designs with just very subtle geek uh, references. I think he did a, a suit coat with a, a Batman on the back, which was just stunning. As, Tony and yeah, I each other through friends and so when when I was doing my stuff one of our mutual friends Kim was constantly showing him like we need to work together and so as soon as his stuff launched he was like can we please team up and do something similar because we have such similar aesthetics and such similar views of what geek fashion should be so we were working on doing some team up stuff because well, it's it it's geek fashion for everyday life. So you can wear your geek with and, and still brand yourself a little bit without being overly like that um, Iron Man suit that we all saw. Just a little over that over the top for for most of us, I think, on a daily basis. <laughs> well, so in I saw that as like something that like people that aren't nerds, like my my parents are not nerds. They see that and that's that's what they imagine I do and what all of us other geek fashion people do. Yeah, those horrible suits. So so it it, 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 it to me it's degrading to what we do and who we are to be like, Well that's geek fashion. Like, no, there's really, really good geek fashion out there. But that becomes the, the, the center, like the focal point for like the Fox News type people where it's just like, Well, this is what it is. Isn't it silly and funny and stupid? Like it's the laughing at the geeks as opposed to with us. I I I, per, I purchased. I don't know if people can see, but I did actually purchase myself a Star Trek emblem necklace, which is so subtle and and just like all of your your uh, creations are. You have to be in the know to know what you're looking at, and that's beautiful. It seems like the whole convention is really focused on cosplay. Is that, the, is that the Rock Love, like, Think Geek necklace? Um, no, this was the, um, I, I can't get it off now. It's, it's just a Star Trek um, emblem. 
Yes, I think it was ThinkGeek. You're absolutely right. Rocco's a friend of mine. Um, she and I have been friends since back in high school, actually. And so it's it's funny how like all the, I, I, my aesthetic is so similar to all the people that I've surrounded myself with too. And so she and I were <laughs> too because jewelry should go like like you're wearing a necklace that fits perfectly with your neckline of your dress. And so mm-hmm. I, want, I want jewelry that matches with my with what I'm designing that fits the necklines because I do higher necklines sometimes. So are you going to get a chance to get to any of the panels that are happening? I noticed there's um, some really nice cosplay panels happening. Actually, uh, funny story about the panels. They actually happen like five feet away from Catherine's booth. <laughs> uh, this room is the strangest thing I've ever seen in a convention. The, the panel stage is right in one of the vendor rooms. So not only can we hear the panel right now, but they can probably hear us too, which is really strange to me and distracting. Can we have a a wander down? Can we have a a, a look outside? Uh, Yeah, we can take you outside for a second. Let's let's, let's have a bit of a talk. By the way, I think think just an introduction, we've got Dan Berry on camera as well. Hello, Dan. Yes, yes, he's here. Who's on camera? Yeah, he's right here. How you doing, Dan? Very different. Kind of like how uh, has a main stage right in the middle of the floor, too. Yeah, they have their big stage right in the middle of the exhibit hall, which is kind of different. Yeah, it's just very, it's very odd. There's a bunch of different buildings that they're using for all the panels and vendors and exhibitors. Uh, but, I don't know. It, it's nice to have it spread out, but it's also a little disconnected. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about NerdCon then. I mean, uh, is this the first time that you two have been to NerdCon? I mean, you, you haven't been together. You've kind of connected just for the, for the hangout. Um, yeah. Is this, is this your first time at NerdCon, uh, Dan, Samantha? This is my first time. Yeah, my first time here as well. Uh, you've no idea how it's evolved or how it's, how it's grown at all? Or last year, it was just a one-day panel. This year, they extended to two and a half days. Wow. So, your you typical con culture explosion then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it definitely seems like it's gotten a lot of attention this year. Yeah. Which is great. I, uh, For the most part, I really enjoyed it. I just think it's weird to have panels and vendors in the same room. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the shows that are in the vendors' room, are those the main stage shows or yeah. are those the side stage? No, some of the biggest ones were in there. All the fashion shows are in there. A lot of the cosplay panels are in there. The uh, Snape... And the Marauders panel, that was a big draw. Um, I think that one was in there as well. The voice actors panel. The, the voice actors cartoon. Panel, yep. A lot of their biggest guests appeared in that room, and it was really difficult to hear them. Yeah, oh, also the, there were no moderators at any of the panels. Excuse the, me? The, ho- the hosts brought all the guests out, they introduced them, and then they, they just left. It was just the guests on the stage. They had to run the whole panel themselves. Strangest thing I've ever seen. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't think you can quite see the look on myself and Alyssa's faces right now, which is just, whoa. <laughs> what are they thinking? Don't, how's it, haven't they been to a con before? Right. Uh, the guests did a pretty good job of moderating themselves, but that shouldn't be necessary. Yeah. <laughs> at at so, very least, the organizers of the convention should have one host who at least keeps things going and moderates a little bit, and l- at least provides them with some questions. I'm, I am shocked. So, 
I see today's um, the, on the side stage. There's there's panels like anyone can cosplay, and a cosplay contest. Is that usually a big draw? The the contest that they have a lot of competition. Uh, yeah, there were some cosplay competitions yesterday also, but I we didn't actually get into. We didn't go to, to any of them, but I think they had, an, like, an adult one and a kid's one each day. I went to the adult one, and it was pretty good. Okay, I mean, just to uh, answer a couple of comments on the Q&A as well, um, this is regarding back to the Star Trek dress. Uh, does it come in blue and gold as well? And oh, yes. Can we, and can we find out where we get the purchase for some of those clothes? Your best bet is just to talk to her directly on Twitter. She's very responsive. So. Excellent. Well, I mean, I was just going to suggest the, just for, like, heading to the little panel room um, to the side of you, but you've gone for a wander. Where, where are you now? We're uh, outside one of the main stages that's outside. They do uh, some of the cosplay stuff out here. They did a big group photo out here last night, and this is where they do karaoke with Loki, uh, which was pretty funny to watch. There's um, one of the best-known Loki cosplayers, Loki Hates You. Uh, he's been doing karaoke the whole weekend. So yesterday he was cosplaying as um, Loki from the Loki for President comic book run. Uh, which is really funny to watch him on stage singing in that cosplay. So I mean, the one thing that is kind of striking me about the, the what I'm seeing is it's very much kind of like um, A4 printer, um, stick and sticky tape, <laughs> and it's very kind of rough and ready, which is just is gorgeous. Um, is it that kind of DIY con vibe to it? Uh, a little bit. I mean, it feels. I feel like everyone knows where they need to go. Like the vendors and, and people, like they, they, they know where, where they need to go. But as an attendee, I feel kind of on my own. Like I need to go seek out everything uh, myself. Like there's not a lot of uh, con attend attendance or anything. Like people around to help you, show you around. There's not a ton of security. Uh, for instance, I shouldn't have been able to go into that room and see Catherine this morning, but I just walked right in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she and I saw the people with attendee pads, but it's not yep. just open till 11, so... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm glad I was able to walk in there, but technically speaking, I should not have been able to do that. Um, so, I don't know. A lot of it, like I said, it's very for fans, by fans, and... Is it, is, it, is it more like a, a bunch of friends putting on something on the weekend and it just happened to have exploded into something quite major? I mean, I, I would say yes, but it's like the biggest group of friends I've ever seen putting something together on a weekend. Like, there's a there are a lot of groups here, a lot of people. Like, I don't want it to sound like it's horrible and really disorganized. I, I don't think that's the case. It's yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a small, really fan convention, and we're just here to celebrate being fans. Any yeah. idea about how many people uh, the attendance? A thousand, a lot of things. Yeah, probably close. At least close to a thousand, for sure. How how many people, like out of ten people, how many people are cosplaying? Are, are, are a lot of the attendees cosplaying, or is it more people looking? I would say most people have made an effort to at least wear something nerdy. Uh, not a lot of people in, like, plain clothes uh, trying to hide their fandoms or anything. Like, almost everyone's wearing something to celebrate the fact that they're nerd. Uh, so a lot of people wearing like a nerdy t-shirt and jeans but carrying around props or something. <laughs> uh, but there, there's definitely a lot of cosplayers. A lot of people on stilts. 
I honestly don't know anything about the pogo stick situation. I heard about it yesterday, but I I didn't hear anything from other attendees or or anyone working on the floor. So I don't know if you heard anything, Dan, but I I don't I know a thing about the pogo sticks. I heard nothing about that. <laughs> Basically, from what I'm hearing, uh, someone did bring a pogo stick. There was an incident where someone has an has an accident or whatever, at which point they have now banned pogo sticks. Now I understand. I understand Bert banning selfie sticks. Yes. Fine. Pogo sticks is not something you expect to read in the fine print of a con. It's very no. very bizarre. No, it's not. We're gonna we're gonna have to uh, chase up uh, con shark uh, Sarah Merton on uh, on Twitter because yeah, the basically she's just gone how to get on st- uh, pogo sticks band at a con in four easy steps bring a pogo stick crash the pogo stick break ankle call paramedics fair enough that you know what that it just it's gonna make my packing next year so much easier that I don't have to bring my pogo stick to California. It's nice to know. I know how much you pogo. I know. So, I mean, let, let's talk about your experiences then. Uh, what have been your highlights, uh, both yourself and Dan, of NerdCon this weekend? Oh, goodness. Uh, the voice actors panel was really interesting. It was a lot of fun to see uh, a lot of the older guys who uh, influenced all the shows we watched in our childhood <laughs> up on stage, even though they had to moderate themselves. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was really good. They were funny. They all read a script from uh, an upcoming novelization of a G.I. Joe episode that never aired. So that was fun. <laughs> and when they did a full fiction read of Smurfs, oh. that was pretty funny. Yeah, what's, uh, yeah. what's, been, your, what's been your highlight, Dan? Um, the voice actors panel was fun. The um, video games, all the Hunger Games cosplay competition was fun. Um, the cosplay contest was interesting. I think those were my three highlights. Oh, hello. The camera woman wants to tell us her highlight of her. Okay, well, what was your, what was your highlight? Hi there. Anna, hi, nice to see you guys. Um, yeah, my highlight personally was the Snape and the Marauders panel. I had not heard about the fan film prior to uh, coming to this con, and it was actually really wonderful. They screened the short, the short and uh, we watched it. It was really, really excellent. And then the director, um, the people who did the score, and most of the cast were there. And it was really fantastic. They were uh, really energetic, and again, they did a really great job of moderating themselves. But uh, it was a really wonderful panel, and it made me want to go and learn more about that specific project and the people who were involved in that project. So I feel like it really succeeded in terms of doing what I would hope projects do at something, a convention like this, that's really focused on things uh, for nerds by nerds. You know, it seemed uh, like it was one of the most successful panels we saw, and it was just a real joy to be at. So that was really cool, my highlight, personally. Is that is that a project that was in progress at the moment? Uh, it was it was completed earlier this year. This year, uh, yeah, it was all, all done through crowdfunding, and they they were here at NerdCon last year. That was the first panel that they appeared at, and uh, they 
I think it finished in March, February or March. So, yeah, this was their second time coming to NerdCon. They had a lot of support last year, so they decided to come again and bring some of the cast and talk to everybody who supported them. Well, I can imagine it is that kind of thing where NerdCon was where they went to kind of raise the funds, and this is their coming out party. It's their, it's their giving back to those people that, uh, that donated. I think that's fantastic. So what are you guys' plans for today? Yeah, I'm probably going to hit the cosplay contest up. And then, you know, there's a Doctor Who cosplay panel and then the cosplay contest right after that. So I'll probably hit both of those up. Lots of cosplays. I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm, de- I'm detecting quite a priority. <laughs> a focus. It's definitely about uh, dressing up. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like, from what I can see, uh, on, well, on Saturday, there was a whole bunch of cosplay. Let me get to Sunday here. But it seems like there's Be a Better Fan, uh, the video games, uh, cosplay media panel, nerd check, uh, nerd fashions, uh, let's see, a group photo shot for the second day, then Doctor Who cosplay, and a cosplay contest adults. And a second, a family cosplay contest, <laughs> and a group, a day two group photo. So it seems like, I mean, it's really focused, which kind of reminds me a lot of what happened at Boston Con last week or two weeks ago, where the increasing focus of these smaller convention is about bringing the local fans into cosplaying, which is which is fabulous. It brings it down to everybody's level. That's wonderful. It also seems very much like um, it's it's the celebration of fans celebrating their own interests, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, rather than kind of like about the actual content. Because there doesn't seem to be as many special guests as such. Yeah, it's I mean, definitely. There are, there are one or two, but not many. Agreed. <laughs> or, I mean, the, the, uh, the other thing I noticed as well, as well, just in the background when we were uh, the camera swung round. There's was a massive pile of water bottles as well. How how hot is it in Escondido at the moment? It's actually pretty nice this weekend. Yeah. I think today the high is supposed to be mid 80s, I believe. It's that's nice enough. I think it, that's nice and toasty. Nicer than it was in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix in May when I went to Phoenix Comic Con. The day we left it was 117. Nope. Nope. So just to wrap things up, Samantha. Um, I mean. The pair of you as well. Um, I spotted a lot on social media that, um, I mean, like I say, this is very much a celebration of fans being in the room with other fans. And the nightlife seems to be a big um, reflection of that. It was a big karaoke party last night. Um, what, what, what's on the cards for this evening? I mean, do, do people stop around on a Sunday or do they end up disappearing? Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't think there's any other big parties tonight. Uh, is there, are there, there are VIP exclusive parties, but I, I'm not sure. Will, will the pair of you be heading out? Yeah, I don't plan to stay here for the whole day, probably just till the afternoon, and then I'll head 20 minutes away to my home. <laughs> Fair uh, Dan, I know you're the big party animal, um, so... You're a party animal. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Excellent stuff. Um, well, listen, thank you very much indeed for uh, bringing us uh, a little bit of a taste of I mean, I know that the day is really just getting started, but we'll let you get off and enjoy the rest of uh, your event. Um, have yourself a great weekend, and um, we'll hopefully speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. So there we go. Uh, a little bit of a taste of uh, NerdCon 2016. Um, as you can tell, it was very much kind of uh, very spread out uh, in the, uh, the Escondido Springs, um, but um, lots of little rooms and very kind of self-managing, as it were. It was, it's very kind of friends coming together, fans coming together. I thought that was, it was that was really nice and intimate. I I enjoyed. I thought it was great. Um... What I particularly liked, and I, I tried to, to say this probably not very artfully earlier, but I'm really enjoying the resurgence, or not the resurgence, but the surge in um, individuals cosplaying. I mean, to have a cosplay panel devoted to cosplaying with your family, to get the, you know, the whole, the whole group of you together, uh, was, was brilliant. And the fact that it is such a neighborhood con is, is very nice also. So you could just, you just go down and, and, you know, show off what you're doing, get some ideas. Um, the designer that was on earlier today was, uh, Fabulous. I, I love the everyday cosplay concept. Uh, uh, one of my bloggers did a, a post on this from, uh, I think last spring of just how to cosplay from your closet, you know, of just taking things and putting it together in such a way that it, it suggests a character without being, I am cosplaying as Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind I, mean, of I, I, I will say that the the Star Trek. While I did say you could in fact uh, just wear it out because of the mm -hmm. way that the design and the cut and the lines of that particular outfit, it did. It was very strict in terms of you knew it was a Star Trek uh, outfit. I mean, I identified it with the the, the lines. It was a motion picture nineteen seventy eight uh, design. You, you just you knew that, but that's how. That really subtle design works. I mean, when we have seen the stuff that we've seen over the course of this weekend, and it really did look like one of those child's underoos that you buy at supermarkets, I was slightly dis disturbed by that. But there we go. Um, we are going to be joined very shortly by Shane Chevsey. He's getting himself technically set up. He's turning up his laptop as we speak. But before we get to Shane, let's you're talking about what you're getting up to next weekend. Um, Mike and I are both doing uh, Star Trek missions uh, at the Javits Center NYC next weekend. Um, on Friday, it looks as though that there's a lot of gaming panels. So, so I think that's what my focus will be on Friday. But the amount of uh, tech Trek talks um, that are being put on by NASA at this this show is phenomenal. I mean, it's in San Diego quality of um, guests and people who are coming. So I am 
massively looking forward to all of the science talk that's going to be happening. You know, science for us, science fiction types, for us, you know, geeky nerd types, not, uh, you know, not hardcore. Oh, I'm doing a paper in science kind of stuff. Now, this is all, you know, this is all future planning. So we'll have to see what happens <laughs> at the show. Yes, this is where it, it may or may not come <laughs> off, but we'll see what, uh, what happens. We're also going to be talking next week about uh, Dragon Con. Uh, Michael P. correctly ident- uh, lets us know that that's mm-hmm. happening next weekend. Uh, so, yeah, well, we're just waiting on Shane at this point, which is uh, kind of like taking a little bit of time. But as soon as he arrives, I'm sure it'd be um, uh, worthwhile talking. Yeah. Why don't I go ahead and do the weekend TV um, just to get that out of the way? Uh, okay. the, the big thing tonight here in the States is the strain. Uh, the return of the strain. I think it's in its third season. Um, a lot of, definitely a lot of following for that show. Um, that, that's the big event that's happening this week, but there's other, a couple of other small, uh, shows that are, are interesting. NBC is doing a thing, um, doing a crowdfunding sourced TV. I've put a link up on, uh, the Q and A, which will link you to the page. And you can see what, how they're, they're doing it, but they're coming up with a couple of pilots, um, 15 minute shorts. And I was able to take a look at one this morning called sunset. It's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm in, I'm laughing. It's just a, a, it's, it's a group situational comedy and I usually hate those things, but it was hilarious. Really had, really had a feeling of, of being there. Um, so take a look at that one. There's also a kids show on Netflix, um, called Culpar Army of Frogs. It's about a superhero frog, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's, I know, but the production values are supposed to be really good. Um, and the premise is interesting too. So it apparently it was funded by an NFL, uh, an older, uh, retired NFL player who had this, just desire to create this. So he's committed to doing um, two, three, four, five seasons of this, and Netflix is putting them on. So he's sinking a lot of money into it, and it's not your standard fare. I'm not a big kid's cartoon kind of thing, but I, I am going to check this one out. And so that um, that seems – but the big thing is clear your DVRs off and get ready for the fall season because it's coming. Fast and Furious, and we're going to be doing, um, like I'm sure Leonard is going to be doing, uh, geek-focused uh, television, uh, just alerts coming up to make sure that people can understand what's, you don't want to miss a good show that's coming that that has, you know, some sort of a, a, a geeky reference, you know, a geeky premise to it, um, yeah. so... I've been trying to catch up with television uh, more than anything. Um, I am currently trying my best to catch up with Mr. Robot, uh, <laughs> failing failing miserably on that uh, that thing. Uh, but the, what I did manage to do, because I wasn't working on Friday evening, uh, it did mean that I did cram eight and a half episodes of Stranger Things in one go, <laughs> which did kind of slightly fry my head. I'm not going to lie. It did slightly fry my mind, but uh, a lot of fun. So do check um, that out. Um, it, lots of fun <laughs> with those shows. Thank you very much indeed for that uh, uh, um, week in television, uh, Alyssa. So he's managed to run and get himself through um, a festival 
that was taking place. I mean, tell you what, first things first, in case nobody knows who you are, introduce yourself, Shane. Hi, um, well, I'm Shane, I'm Chedzy, I'm the organiser of the ICE Convention in Birmingham, which happens every September, and it's a celebration of comics in all their forms. That's me in a nutshell, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how long have you, I mean, there's something that I was uh, trying to work out from my working around the, the website uh, the other day. How many years has ICE been running now? Because it's actually not that long, is it? No, this is the third year of ICE. Um, I've been running shows for 10 years this year. It is my sort of 10-year anniversary of running comic conventions. He this used to have hair flowing down his back. He yeah. He, yeah. he had uh, colour in his skin. It was, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was colour in the hair as well. It wasn't great. Yeah. Long time ago. <laughs> well, I mean, ICE is taking place um, in two weeks' time uh, in Birmingham. Uh, so... I think if you want to kind of uh, do a little bit of an advert before we really get into uh, the nuts and bolts of it, what, to your mind, are the, are the highlights of uh, what people can expect if they go to ICE? Wow, there's a lot, there's wow. a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? Um, uh, we have a huge guest list um, comprising of top names uh, from top publishers as well as lots of indie folks as well. And altogether, are about 50 guests. Um, and the highlights, I suppose, you've got events going on all weekend. So we've got a charity auction, which is which is for uh, our designated charity Beanstalk this year. That's going on at the end of Saturday. That's going to be really huge because there's stuff coming from artists from all over the world, not just the guests we have there. Uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. We've got Gary Kurtz um, coming in to uh, promote his new book that he's doing. Um, that's going to be really interesting. Um, and we've got interview with Peter Milligan. We've got interviews with uh, Duncan Fogredo, L- Lawrence Campbell, uh, Tony Lee's launching a new book. Uh, Simon Furman and Jeff Senior are launching a new project. Uh, Steve Parkhouse is going to be there. Um, Rob Williams is doing a private signing, um, and Charlie Adlard is also doing a private signing. Um, just, there's so much going on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unbelievable, to be honest. I, I, I did kind of throw you under the bus there. Uh, <laughs> one thing I noticed from that list there, you were very much talking about um, a number of the British talent, but there's a number of the international uh, creatives coming over as well, including uh, for their second year, you've got Aftershock coming over as well, uh, which is uh, a big thing. I mean, this would be kind of like the 12 months of Aftershock because they kind of had their coming out party at ICE last year. I mean, how how important is it for you to get the international guests for a UK con, would you say? Yeah, it's essential. Um, like we call it an international con, so it's really important for us to have our international guests. Well, returning again in 2016 are Aftershock. And, yeah, they are returning uh, this year. Um, Mike Martz, unfortunately, can't make it. Oh, uh, I think shame. he's a little bit busy with some family commitments and stuff. Um, uh, so we've got Joe Pruitt instead, um, who is, I think, entitled the creative director or something like that. Um, and so he's sort of a mover and shaker there. He's, 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 you know, making a lot of things happen and also writing a lot of the top titles as well. So he's, he's doing um, the Black Eyed Kids uh, series for um, Black right. Shock, which is just 
a very disturbing read. Uh, <laughs> it's certainly <laughs> something you don't want to read late at night. It's one of those very much harking back to kind of like the John Wyndham stories. Very, 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 very cool. And yeah, like I say, Marguerite yeah. Bennett, whose um, new, new book uh, launched uh, about two weeks ago, which is Animosity. So very much uh, interested to hear what she has to say as well. Certainly when it comes to putting on a con uh, nowadays, especially something like this, uh, obviously takes a lot of support. And you've had some cha- challenges this year, haven't you? We have indeed, yeah. Um, we lost our Arts Council funding. Um, which is obviously a big blow because uh, we had a three-year plan and so uh, for the last two years we've been funded and then for the last year we lost our funding so it was it was a matter of uh, trying to find something very very quickly and CBCS stepped in and saved the day um, pretty much out of nowhere really um, I, I was I was contacting one of the partners that we were CBCS were a partner already uh, working with us, and when I heard about the Arts Council thing, I, the first people I contacted obviously were my partners. And uh, Lee at CBCS UK said, "Hold fire, you know, don't uh, don't postpone the show just yet. Uh, we might be able to help." And then he he went on this one-man crusade basically to persuade the the rest of the the guys over in the states um, to to help us out. And, and they were great. In all fairness, they, as soon as they Heard the news, and as soon as they realised what was going on, they just, you know, they just stepped in and 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 helped us keep the show going. So everybody, you know, who benefits from the show, you know, they have those guys to thank. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think uh, this really kind of reinforces uh, just how con culture has kind of exploded, but it's also grown to a point where it's it is very difficult to kind of put these events on and help and support and financial support. Uh, really does come in handy, but it also highlights just how precarious that can be. I know that the Arts Council funding yeah. is very much vied upon by a number of conventions here in the UK, and at the end of the day, we are now looking at conventions on almost a weekend, a weekend to weekend basis, and they are all growing in stature, Indeed. and they all yeah. need that support. And to have council support, support from our own government, it's very unfortunate that they do kind of, and it was such last minute as well. I think that's the the thing that was really kind yeah. of disheartening. Yeah, it, it was it was it was really a blow, you know, to sort of have everything ready to roll and then suddenly not be able to do it. Um, but you know, these things happen. You just have to see so you see them as obstacles, you know. Yeah. And to be overcome. I know that's a bit of a cliche, but it's true. You know, the, the, the alternative is to roll over and give up. True. And just say, oh, you know, I'm just. Gonna, but the, the the people who will be let down by that, you know, it's insurmountable, really. I don't want to let anybody down. Um, well, I mean, so, you know, it's it it a real turnaround. Yeah. It says a lot as well that you had so much uh, support as well from the creative community. Uh, I mean, pretty much every yeah. single person that is a name guest on the bill, all of them jumped in and said, we need to uh, uh, save this con. And they do find it a rewarding event, not only just to meet the fans, but also to network because... Um, the, the show yeah. is the show is actually although it's technically held on a Saturday for the Comic Con end of it it's all it's a two part event isn't yeah. it um, explain what um, how it se- yeah. separates well actually ICE is part of um, of the International Comic uh, Industry Conference which is made up of um, the International Comic Expo but also Comics Uncovered so Saturday is the public part of it really uh, which is you know basically a normal con. 
where the public can come along, they can meet the artists, and it's a really fun day out um, with two events programs. But it's all—it's really about exposing comics to the general public. Um, whereas Comics Uncovered is very focused to the creative side of things. So we've got workshops, seminars, uh, portfolio reviews. And it's 100% focused, really, on helping people network, find work, uh, get advice, make contacts, all that sort of thing. It's, it's a real sort of um, hub of creativity, and, and um, it, it facilitates um, ideas, really, and enables people to um, get together and make things happen. You know, and there's not a lot of that going on. I don't think enough of that going on um, in the UK. Well, in general, it seems that when the creators get together, they don't they don't see each other very often because so often they're working, you know, in private in their studios, and to to get them all yeah. together in one spot is is quite empowering to them. I did a, a, a I was part of a get together that Marvel had a 75th event that Marvel had and we had all of the, the just probably a hundred creators all in one private area where we as fans could could ask mm. for autographs but instead of interacting with the fans they were all interacting with each other because they hadn't seen these people they hadn't <laughs> seen some of these people in 10 years and they were just so interested in talking yeah, so yeah. I had you know Walt Simonson go oh I haven't seen uh, you know this person and, and, and they all really they wanted to get the group photo of them all <laughs> together because you never see that yeah. so that's a that's a brilliant thing um to, to yeah. have i see a lot i saw a lot of that i saw a lot of that last year actually um a lot of creators sort of getting together for the first time in 10 20 years and it's really nice to witness you know um, and we've got a lot of people coming this year a lot of people contacted me professionals who just said can i just come along because <laughs> they'd heard about uh, you know what's going on and there's not a lot of that going, you know, most conventions, they're very isolated from each other, or it's just a quick drink in the bar, whereas here, um, apart from their, you know, specific events that they're doing, they pretty much have the whole day to talk to each other, I think it's quite attractive to professionals, which is good, because that, that, that makes it a good um, environment for the people who are coming to get the advice from the professionals as well, because there's more people there. It's better for the fans because there's, there's, there's more guests. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I, think, I think what we're trying to do is create something that's good for everybody, you know, because I think a lot of events focus on making it good for one group, you know. Let's make it good for the exhibitors so they'll make lots of money. Let's make it good for the fans or, or whatever. But if everybody enjoys it equally, I think you, you, you have a much more um, successful event. It was definitely a positive vibe last year. I mean, that, it was my first time uh, attending last year, and the, the 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 sense of positivity was really kind of uh, uh, it was quite overwhelming, quite frankly, because uh, <laughs> it was it was it was great to wander around and actually see uh, people that were very much driving not towards kind of I mean, because there were some uh, established guests there uh, that were very much um, people with a lot of heritage and a lot of. Um, industry behind them, but they were all looking towards future projects, and I found that very, um, very empowering. Um, mm. Certainly for yourself, uh, I mean, it's always the same case. When you're hosting a party, it's very difficult to uh, enjoy yourself. Uh, do you get the chance to um, give yourself a, a, a chance to enjoy your own, uh, your own work, as it were? 
Um, I, I don't. I probably don't get to enjoy it in the way that everybody else does. Um, but yeah, there, there's lots and lots of moments of satisfaction um, because it's it's in, in seeing everybody else enjoy themselves, <laughs> I guess, um, which is what I enjoy. You know, I suppose I enjoy putting on a good party, putting on a good event. If I didn't enjoy this, I wouldn't do it because. Um, that, that that is the only reward is 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 that reward. There is no financial reward for me. So it's it you know I have to enjoy it. So yeah, I, it's it's extremely satisfying um, to put the event on and for it to be successful. Um, and I hope you know that that that, that comes across um, to everybody who attends. I hope that that I, I like to think that um, that sort of positive vibe that you were talking about. Um, is universal to everybody who attends. Sure. I mean, you were talking about the three-year plan there, and we were talking la- uh, last week with um, Rachel Hine, who um, was the uh, editor-in-chief of Nerdist. She was uh, instrumental in putting on the uh, Carnival event, which was the off-site event at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And we were asking her about what the timetable was to actually put something like this on. When, does, when did conversations take place about ICE 2016? Was it pretty much the Sunday night of last year? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I I had guests lined up uh, as far back as late 2014 uh, for this year. Um, But yeah, I mean, the conversations pretty much start uh, immediately after the previous show, uh, the serious conversations. Because I know you, like I say, we were talking about Rob Williams. And that was kind of last minute. So it, it, is it really a case of? Oh yeah, totally. He's really just falling into gear, uh, really up to the up to the final seconds, really. Very much so. Yeah, I mean, you you have to put things into place. So the nuts and bolts are all there, very early on. Uh, I mean, Carl Potts, who's our sort of our um, guest, you could say, I suppose, um, <laughs> was arranged two years ago. You know, but uh, Rob, yeah, just contacted me, and I think he contacted me. I think that was how it happened. Said, you know, I'm I'm available. Would you like me to come along? You know, wow. and Steve Parkhouse as well recently just yeah said that you know he would like to come along. I think um, uh, Dark Horse instigated that. I got the impression that uh, he was sort of coerced <laughs> into joining Peter Hogan because they're doing a panel to promote the new uh, Resident Alien book. So I think that's where how that came about but um but yeah it's, it's great and obviously when you've got the nuts and bolts there the basics so you've got your international guests you've got a good selection of british guests and you know surrounding area european um, all this sort of stuff um and you have your events planned and all this sort of thing when the last minute things happen you just accommodate them and you, and you sort of yeah let's add it to the show and you have to have a structure that's quite flexible to allow for extra people to take part uh, you have to be able to make changes very late in the day because things happen. You know, anybody who, who organises an event will tell you that. You know, on the the day before the event, things happen that can totally scupper your plans. Um, so yeah, you have to be prepared for that. So that it is it both extremes really. It's it's extreme forward planning, but also extreme flexibility at the last minute. Well, I, I think I can say, from, as somebody who organised a panel at Comic Con this year and had things kind of fall apart literally at the last second, I, I think I can kind of uh, show some <laughs> kind of sympathy on that one. Um, so, one thing that we were talking about while we had a little bit of a technical issue was about the um, resurgence in the UK at the moment 
of small press and uh, indie press at the moment. Um, when it comes to the the, yeah. I mean, the one thing that really struck me about ICE um, was the big room of indie and small press, and they are dotted around the entire um, uh, convention as well. Uh, is it a case of the small press approaching yeah. you, or do you kind of put the feelers out? I mean, is it a case of everybody calm down? We, is, is it kind of uh, almost a, a wall of these uh, <laughs> these creators coming and contacting you? Um, well, to be honest, I've, I've known a lot of these guys for many years because I used to be a small press distributor. That's how it sort of started, really, through Small Zone. So <clears throat> I've always been a promoter of the small press. That's that's where I come from. You know, I'm a small press publisher myself. So that's I, I suppose it's 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 something I, I have a lot of love for, and it's very close to me. You know, so. I've always had that connection, so it's it, there's always been a lot of people who who will go to my shows because they know me. Um, but every year, I'm amazed by the amount of new creators who are just appearing, out, seem, seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, lots of really young creators from all backgrounds, from all walks of life, which is really encouraging, you know. And lots more female creators now as well, which is really good to see. Um, getting involved in comics and doing their own comics, um, and at Thought Bubble you can see this as well. Very much so. There's a lot. There's a big indie scene there. Um, so I mean, these guys we offer them um, a, a cheaper table um, so to, to allow them to allow it for it to be affordable for them to exhibit at ICE. And we don't curate as such, really. At the moment, we're not at that point. Um, I want to try and give people free reign to just come along and exhibit. It hasn't got quite to the point where I'm having to turn lots of people away. Um, so pretty much anybody really who wants to be part of ICE as a small press person can can do so. Um, it is getting close to the point where I am going to have to sort of um, maybe pick and choose a little bit. Uh, but I really don't want to. I really don't want to. You know, if it gets to that, I'll probably just make the show bigger. Well, I mean, the, the one um, thing I was, about to say, I was about to say there, I mean, the, the space that you've got at the moment is a labyrinth of small rooms and lots of space to uh, to fit people in. So um, it's it's great mm. that you um, you give the, the small press that, that freedom. I think that's fantastic. Um, another thing that, uh, just to kind of wrap things up, as it were, um, about... You were talking about the, the, the workshopping and the, the networking of people. And I've yet to attend the legendary ICE pa um, party on Saturday night. Is it a case of a, <laughs> um, a, a one big networking event, or is it a bit of a chance for a lot of people to just let their hair down and really kind of uh, relax and enjoy themselves? I think it's, it can be whatever you want it to be, really. I mean, the, the, it's quite a chilled-out event, you know. Um, it, it's busy. <laughs> I mean, we've got all the pros there usually, but then a lot, quite a lot of fans as well who've paid for their, you know, the VIP tickets. So it, it, it is, yeah, it is quite legendary. Um, it can be whatever you want it to be. I mean, a lot of people do use it for networking, especially if they can't make the Sunday party, uh, which is the networking party. So they'll 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 do their networking on the on on the Saturday. Uh, for a lot of people, it's um, it's just getting to know people, maybe. Um, for the guests, some they might not know each other. It's a nice chance for them to get together. Um, a lot of fans, a lot of small press people sometimes come as well, and small publishers, and do their little bit of networking with each other, mostly. 
Um, so it, it really is, it performs a function, lots of different functions for, for lots of different people, you know. And I, I quite like that. It, it, it's it's uh, it's very varied. For me, it's just a chance to breath and uh, take stock of what you know what's what's coming next. <laughs> well, if anything, I'm I'm going to use it as an opportunity because I've never seen a drunk Sean Phillips yet. So that that could be of some interest to me. <laughs> there's that. some there's something that happens when you know after people have had a couple of drinks, as Leonard was saying. But there's something that happens when people are together in the same room that you cannot capture uh, on Skype. There's a creativity of idea bouncing that just naturally occurs um, and yes with a with a pint yeah. or two or three is <laughs> helps helps the juices well and that's where the great projects come from you know down the road you, you may not see yeah. the results in a year you know within the next couple of months but you might see them in a year or two so that's brilliant that's wonderful <laughs> Yes, you can fully expect it. I totally agree. Yeah, a couple of months' time. Yeah, we're we're starting this comic off. We've agreed to do this thing. We were hungover. What can we do? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So it's taking place in two weeks' time. Are tickets still available for um, Ice for people to attend? They are. Um, You'd like to tell us about? As far as I know, (laughs) if they just go to smallzone.co.uk. Which is the easiest web address to remember, I think. Um, yeah, tickets are still available, as far as I know. Um, I am keeping a check on sort of how sales are going because there is a slight possibility that we could sell out, but I, hopefully not. And hopefully there'll still be um, tickets on the door as well. Because um, it's always really nice for people just to be able to turn up and, you know, especially you get a lot of curious people every year on the door. You know, I'd say half of our attendance last year was probably on the door so I don't want to lose that because those are new people usually and they're curious people maybe people who haven't read comics before so for me it's really important that people like that have an opportunity to come in twice because uh, we are in the centre of the city I did uh, take a quick look and it, it looks like everything is still available to uh, for purchase through cool. through your website so it's you use Everbright am I on the right site that's the one, yeah. Yep, uh, great, great. So yeah, everything is still available. Even um, early bird uh, adult passes are still available for for twelve pen. So yeah, it's if you're looking for something to do on yep. a Saturday or Sunday, that sounds like a great. And just want to try something new and different. That's I would love to come to it. Not quite enough to pay for a plane ticket over. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, I think Shane will tell you he's getting there. <laughs> he's, he's getting there. Excellent stuff. I mean, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to it because I think it is definitely a highlight of my uh, convention year. Just the the talent that's involved it is just just makes it worth uh, braving the one way system of Birmingham uh, to come in and uh, <laughs> to attend. So very much looking forward to it. Shane, thank you very much indeed for coming on and uh, talking to us about it. You're and, welcome. Uh, where can people find you online, and where can people find out about ICE? Because you're also you're also on Facebook, and also, and you're on Twitter as well, aren't you? That's right. Um, on Twitter, it's uh, Ice Comic Con, and on Facebook, it's also at Ice Comic Con. Nice and easy to remember. Excellent, brilliant, Shane. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. We'll let you get off because I know that you've been kind of. Uh, working on Sundays so you can have at least your Saturdays yeah. free. So I know that you've been very busy today. We'll <laughs> let you relax and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. 
and your bank, because it's bank holiday weekend here in the UK, so we'll let you get off and enjoy the rest of your bank holiday weekend, sir. It's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Lovely to speak to you again. Good luck See you with your show. Right, so there you go. That's uh, Shane Chebsey talking about uh, ICE, the International Comics Expo, uh, which takes place uh, two weeks' time. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to do a live report uh, from there, certainly as the uh, the show kind of winds down. Um, looking forward to uh, seeing some amazing talent. Uh, I know, like I say, Marguerite, Marguerite Bennett, I'm a massive fan of. Um, Laura Sanapo, um, who is uh, an incredible talent. Looking forward to uh, meeting her. Just some amazing uh, names. Uh, so uh, hopefully I'm also going to be recording a number of the panels. Uh, so uh, keep your eyes open and we'll do what we can to bring that on an Englishman in San Diego, uh, hopefully on the kind of, on the evening of the of the actual event. So there we go. So what did you think about that, uh, Alyssa? I think that sounds amazing. So it just occurred to me that I'm going to be out of office uh, for the show next week. And you're going to be out of office for the show the subsequent week, yep. <laughs> so to speak. So we probably won't get a real show um, like this again to experience the new uh, changeover until for two or three weeks now. Well, I mean, we're going to do a bit, like I said, we're going to do a bit of a test drive um, next week. I am going to be um, at my computer. We're going to be here and we're going to be hosting it like this. So at least we'll be able to do... Um, a, a test drive of the new uh, U- YouTube live setup, but that'll be next week. Um, so, yeah, we'll have at least a, a little bit of a test drive. Okay. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> good. good, good, good. Excellent. So so next week is Star Trek, and um, hopefully we'll be able to find somebody from Dragon Con. Hopefully if- someone from Dragon Con. Hopefully okay. someone from Nice, uh, which would be cool. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We've got a lot of things to talk about. I'm sure things will happen over the next seven days, which will allow us to uh, have a lot to talk about next week. So there we go. Excellent. So uh, where can people find you online, Alyssa, to wrap things up? Uh, people can find me at friendsofcc.com forward slash forum. I'm on the forum as Alyssa. We also do a blog at friendsofcc.com um, and on Twitter at friendsofcci. Uh, but don't you want to talk about your Patreon support? Uh, well, I can talk about that as well. Yes, uh, you can uh, find me on uh, Twitter, Englishman SDCC. You can also find me on, um, uh, let's think, uh, um, Facebook. You can find me on uh, Google Plus. You can find me on Pinterest, even though I don't really use it that much. Um, Instagram, I uh, use a lot. I will be using Instagram, Instagram a lot um, during. Uh, uh, ice in two weeks time so uh, do uh, uh, follow me on that uh, Englishman SDCC Englishman SDC is also where you can find me on Patreon uh, if you go to patreon.com um, we are in the process of developing something rather exciting and I'm kind of giving some people some behind the scenes stuff uh, on the Patreon account to um, kind of give back to those people who are supporting us but if you do want to give uh, back to the, the hangout and allow us to keep doing what we're doing Please do support patreon.com. You can support on monthly basis. You can support uh, post by post. It's entirely up to you. Any way that uh, any pennies that come in allow us to keep doing what we do. So there we go. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Like I say, next week it's going to be a little bit different in terms of how we promote it because we are going to be going and we're coming from YouTube Live. So we're going to see how the mechanics of all that works when I set up the Hangout um, as of tomorrow. So 
bear with us. Right. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, back again next week. And uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you for another Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Next have week. Have a great Bye-bye. seven days. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>